Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com episode 221. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, uh, some news items, some some questions. I just realized we said we were going to look into watching MLW, but we didn't do that. But anyway, <laughs> my name is John and joining me this week as she does every week is the Dennis Condry to my Bobby Eaton, Marianne. Hello. Again, one of those ones that I'll pretend like I get, but I don't. The Midnight Express. Mm. Bobby Eaton, one of the most underrated wrestlers of, of all time. I have heard you say that before. I have heard you say that. The Alabama Jam, the top rope, the guillotine leg drop. Love it. Good stuff. Former television champion, if I remember correctly. Okay. Anyway, Marianne, how are you? Um, I am good. Um, I had to go to a work party yesterday oh. in Danville. And for those people who know where I live, which is Morgan Hill, yes, don't stop me, um, and are familiar with the Bay Area, Danville is like an hour and a half away. We had to be at this party at 10 a.m. in Ooh. the middle of traffic hour. That's no good. And I went, ha ha, fuck no. And I like left the house at like 9:30. And I was like, when I sh- I'll show up whenever I fucking show up. Fine. Nice. And so it was at the Blackhawk Casino and Auto Museum. Oh, okay. Uh, it was fucking fun as fuck. Great. It was so crowded because they had uh, open bar. Um, oh, nice. Buffet style food. They had a Sunday bar where you could make your own Sundays, hot mm-hmm. fudge Sundays. They had a coffee bar. Um, they like the buffet was like you could. It was so good, and everything was free. And since it was at a casino, they had a bunch of gambling tables. And when you got there, you were given $1,000 worth in chips. And nice. like, you were also given raffle tickets. So you were given, like, I want to say, like, 10 or 12 raffle tickets that you could put in any of the prize bags that they had at the front. Uh-huh. And then, or if you didn't, and, well, if you didn't want to gamble, you could cash your gambling chips in for more raffle tickets because you were gambling for more raffle tickets or you could gamble and get more raffle tickets and have a better chance of winning the prizes in the bags that's pretty cool which were like, yeah which were like uh cruise tickets or um you could win an alexa you could win oh. um tickets to various games you could win um like ulta gift cards uh money for ancestry.com was one of the cool ones um you could win uh, a wine train thing in Napa. Nice. Um, but the most popular one, and they had to do it last because it was so popular, was two-day park hopper tickets to fucking Disneyland. Oh, shit. Yes. And they drew two winners. My fucking coworker won. And I put all of my fucking tickets in that bag. And my coworker won. And I was fucking furious. I was so Ugh. pissed because I was going to take my mom. Yeah. I was so mad. And she was like, oh, this is so great. And I'm like, who the fuck are you even going to take? You knew I put all my tickets in that bag and you knew I was going to take my mom. Fuck. I was so mad. You could also get plane tickets was another the ones that you could win. Oh, nice. And it was it was a lot of fun. So it went from like 10 a.m. to like three Damn. or four, depending. Yeah. And the food was fucking killer. 
It was so good. So you said you got a thousand dollars in chips. Yes, and you could, but you weren't winning actual money. Where you could, uh, okay? <laughs> yeah, it would go towards raffle tickets. Which the more raffle tickets you had, the more the bigger chance you had of winning the things that you put your raffle to, which bags you put your raffle your various raffle tickets in. Yeah, because I was gonna say I would have just like been like, thank you for these chips, and then cashed out. <laughs> <laughs> which you could do, but you would only get a certain amount of raffle tickets if you didn't want to gamble. But um, my coworker, the one that won the Disney tickets, um, she's good at gambling. Nice. Um, and so she taught my other co- coworker how to play. And my other coworker doubled her amount and then some. That's cool. Yeah. And she ended up winning twice, but you could only win once. Yeah. And there was like 300 people there. And three people at my particular office won, and I wasn't one of them. Hmm. You can tell how fucking bitter I am. <laughs> yeah, my boss won an Amazon gift card. Um, my coworker won the plane tickets, nice. which was the other one I put my thing in, and then my other coworker won the Disney tickets, and I was like so mad. And that was the that was the bag that was the most full. Yeah, of people's tickets because Disney is unreasonably expensive. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to my other coworker, and she's like, "Do you want to hear the last time I went to Disneyland?" She was like, "The last time I went to Disneyland, this is not the same coworker that won, by the way." Um, she said it was back when they had the e-ticket booklets. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I remember the Pirates of the Caribbean ride was an e-ticket. And then you could only get certain booklets. You can only go on rides a certain amount of times. So I was like, oh, now it's endless. But still, that doesn't justify how expensive it is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah. Maren, do you think you would have had a, a better time if you had gone to Danhausen, Villhausen? Nailed it. What? <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember Disneyland? I do. <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. The drive was a fucking bitch. Oh, I but bet, I ended up yeah. making it there in an hour, and then making it there and like making it back in like an hour and a half. And my mom asked me, she's like, "Did you go see your brother?" And I was like, "Why? He doesn't want to see me." Yeah. Um, but I guess he works in Danville, and Danville's not very big. And I was like, "Well, shit! I would have like kicked the door open and be like, hello." Sim Sam and he would have just shot me on sight. But <laughs> who knows? So how was how was your week been? Uh I'm uh, right now what I'm going to do is I am going to have to edit here, but uh we were trying an experiment here in Pincroft Loft where I was um having Henson in here with me, you know, I thought he'd be a good little pup and he would he would just sit here with me and uh he is being quite bad right now. So I'm going to uh remove him from Pincroft loft and put him uh, in his place. So there will be a small cut here. Give me one second. A failed experiment. <laughs> Welcome back, bro. Uh, Thank you. Uh, my week was um, my week was pretty good. Uh, let's see. What did I do? I, uh, as I mentioned, Pincroft loft, uh, pincroftloft.com. I have been editing some stuff. I've been recording some sessions. It's been uh it's been pretty good so far. I might have a big... There's a website. It is a real thing. Yeah. I might have a, a pretty big project coming up here. Um, so thing, things are happening. So I'm pretty uh, pretty happy That's about nice, that. That's nice, John. That's nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else has been going on over here. Uh, I've been watching, uh, you know, a lot of wrestling. A lot of Bob's Burgers, too. What a great show. Because it's a good show to have on. It Wasn't it on like in the background playing when I went over to your house when you turned on the TV? I think so. I think. Lo- and it was just like a marathon of Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I think Lauren was watching yeah. it. Um, 
But yeah, good um, choice. Good choice. Yeah, great show. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that has happened. I'm going to go ahead and warn the listeners ahead of time. If you hear anything in the background, it's because my mom is playing the Top Gun soundtrack. So she did turn it down. But if you guys are blessed with Danger Zone, I'm not apologizing because I warned you. Well, hopefully we don't get sued for that. We won't. Yep. Well, Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's been a it's been a fun week. Um, Just doing some a lot of studio stuff, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, Have you I added can... a mini fridge to your studio yet? No, not yet. Be... Two oh, re... it was planned, though. <laughs> two, well, two reasons. Uh, one, we're not sure what that would do for, like, sound. You know, like oh, the yeah, hum fair. of the... Um, and we are not... We might just uh, have our own refrigerator just be the refrigerator and have, like, if people come in, we'll be like, do you want, like, a Red Bull or something? And then, Oh, my God. Are you telling me there's Red Bulls at your house and you didn't offer me one? No, they're – I'm just – this is an I'm example. Joking. I'm joking. This is an example. <laughs> do you remember when all you had at your old apartment was, like, Pepsi? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, way back in the day. It was, like, Pepsi and then something else that Kyle always had, but I can't remember what it was. Water. He didn't have anything else. It was just water. I feel like you had a juice of some sort. Those, both of them were mine. Kyle huh. Kyle stri- uh, strictly... John, en- John enjoys a good flavor in his drinks. Yeah, Kyle strictly <laughs> uh, drank water, and that was it. What a healthy son of a bitch. How yeah. dare he? Yeah, it's so weird. Like, he never drank soda. He just always would drink water, always had water with him. Um, yeah, good for him. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'm trying to think of, I mean, speaking of that apartment, Marianne, I just, uh, on my time, my time hop, uh, five years ago yesterday was the, the completion of the first podcasting studio. Oh my God. The one with the, the pink wafer cookies for sound. No, it, we didn't even have that yet. This was like in the middle of the garage. I hadn't oh, even, wow. yeah, I this hadn't was even like, this was beta stage, beta testing yeah. stage. Yeah. Man. What a difference five years makes. Now, uh, I'm no longer in Campbell. I'm in, I'm in LA and I have a pretty professional looking studio with, uh, we get it, John, we get crazy, it. I have no life and I'm stuck here. Crazy <laughs> upgrades. Yeah. Good shit. Gained a fiance yeah. and a sweet lab and a little I'm going to call it a lab and a pup. Lab that would have Pincroft Lab that would have been oh boy well it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just call it that, and people will be forced to figure out what I'm talking about. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, so we got some news this week. One one of the news items I didn't I didn't write down, but uh, the the biggest one I guess that is completely confirmed is that AEW is renewed for uh, until 2014. Or 2024, not four years. I put four years, but to 2024, Uh, and then they're going to be delivering another show. So that uh, is four years, though, isn't it? Or was it 2023? It was 2023. (laughs) Well, either way, they've been they've they've (laughs) been extended for a couple of years, which is crazy because they're not even a year in. But also, congrats to them. Uh, and then the more interesting note is they will be delivering another show. Now, what it's kind of rumored that when you go to a AEW Dynamite taping, they're going to be taping four hours now instead of three. So 
AEW Dark sounds like it might remain on YouTube, and then this other show will be an hour long on TV somewhere else. Um, and by somewhere With else, what I mean, continent? if you have another show, that means you have room for more talent too. Right. But then again, I don't want them to make the, the WWE mistake. That's like an overload of too much going on. You know, I think they have a pretty nice talent roster right now that they could flesh out with an extra hour here. I think that, that, that it might be that's good. True. The only thing I'm really worried about is this is, I think it's too soon to be adding another show. Is it like for is it a uh, physical like actual plans or is it still like an idea? Oh no, or it's is like it like a for sure thing. It's in the press release that they will be delivering another show. My God, hopefully it's in like the distant future. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't really know. That's really all I know or all I remember reading. Because I also don't want it to be like the beginnings of like Raw and SmackDown how there was like the B class wrestlers, like the middle card ones on one show. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I definitely don't want that. It's bound to happen. Like one show is always going to be, someone's going to always claim that one show is better than the other show. Uh, I don't know. We'll well, what I mean is I don't want them to um, divvy up and have just mid-card talent on one. Right. I don't think they'll do that. But right if now, I don't really think they have much of a mid-card talent unless you count, like, Kip Sabian is the only mid-card talent. <laughs> no, I mean, there there are some... And mid- Jimmy Havoc. I mean, there's some mid-carders in there for sure. And, I mean, with that, maybe they will add another uh, another title. And I sincerely hope it's a television title. Fingers crossed. And Cody better uh, design it because he's good at that. And also, it, I mean, with them having, you know, it'll be two television shows. The One of the main rules of the television title is that whoever holds it is always defending it on TV. So I think, I think that'll be a lot of fun. I think that'll be um, good stuff. And I hope that's what they end up doing. But I, I'm interested. My I'm kinda... dream is for best friends to have one. And then I get to see them every week. To to hold a single <laughs> television title. Yes, to share it because they're best friends and they come as a unit. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> That's no, just my fair excuse enough. to see them every week. Uh, speaking of which, later I will be um, uh, rounding out the year of 2019 with my list ending in December. Oh, my God. Whenever we have time to squeeze that in. My God, maybe. It, there you go. Teaser for the end, everyone. My God. Be excited. See see if you can guess. Based based on the frequency of who I talked about on my lists in the past, see if you can guess, like, top five. If you're, like, a pro listener, like Dan, Dan, shoot for the stars. Just go all ten. <laughs> shoot for the stars. Um, another question, Marianne. This is uh, – so I mentioned, hey, uh, I think we're going to get some new theme music here. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you want to be involved in p- the picking of that theme song, or do you not really care? Um, I feel like we'll go through a couple because I'll be like, "Yo, John, this sucks." Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> that's all I needed to know because I have a couple. I will send them your way. If anybody's gonna tell you if something sucks, it's gonna be me. Right on. Yeah. So yeah. I will. I'll send those your way. So we will not have maybe episode. Uh, 222 we will have new theme music but yeah anyway let's talk oh the other news man what do you think about uh, these rumors that Marty Scroll uh, has re-signed with Ring of Honor 
and he is now the head booker and uh he's apparently getting main roster money that wwe would give somebody how crazy is that that ring of honor was willing to do all that just to keep him because he's so uh over i don't even think he's as over as he was before but i mean they must be desperately grabbing for straws if they're putting that much faith in one person oh yeah I mean, it's it's pretty insane. And I mean, he's creative, but I don't think he's creative enough in a non-selfish way to be able to have um, to be able to accurately uh, divvy up content that works for all of the talent. Well, I mean, we we will see or I mean, you and I won't see because we don't watch Ring of Honor, but uh, we also don't watch WWE. (laughs) My God, we don't watch anything. That's not true. I watched Raw this week. Well, you you would. I struggle yeah. to care. And I did get invited to go uh, like a Royal Rumble thing. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like, Royal Rumble is the only one I care about. Um, but I will not know. Like, I, I was like, I don't. But with the good thing with Royal Rumble is you don't really have to know what the fuck is going on in this in the product because it's so random like everything about it's random and that's why it's the the pay-per-view that people enjoy the most yeah so i don't know i'll i'll see because the one thing that's depressing is watching royal rumble alone i want to you know what actually i want to watch it with jaron jaron hit me up man it's not like you're not texting me right now anyway but still (laughs) (laughs) all right let's talk about aew dynamite this week if you remember last week when we talked about aew dynamite uh i claimed that they had one of the worst first hours of television wrestling wise that i've seen in quite a while so that uh you know that's saying something and i feel like they uh they bounced back all right this week um that opening match was good shit oh my goodness we're at bash at the motherfucking beach y'all part one next week is part two electric boogaloo i guess i don't know uh but we opened the show with the young bucks santana and ortiz um as i am now calling them hold let me find by the name i gave them it's a very good name i gave them a joint name uh (laughs) penny hamega (laughs) nailed it penny hamega which is the team of kenny omega and it would be a great cosplay Penny Omega. I love it. I mean, I could have maybe done Omega Man Penny. That probably would have Omega Man Penny. That makes sense, too. Anyway, and uh, um, Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. uh, The best friends. And uh, it's funny. My first note is, all right, I have to take notes. (laughs) It was so good. Like, and this is for sure my favorite Young Bucks gear. And they have a lot of gear, but I did enjoy this one because it was fully consistent. Yeah. I'll give it a safe toot. Most of the time I'm t- most of the time I'm too confused by their gear to even form an opinion. Right. But um also my note was man, look at muscle man Greg. Yeah, he's very muscly. Man, he is he is pumped. Full like, of muscle. Full, full power meat tits going on, like like man muscle Greg. Greg has muscles. Mm-hmm. From lifting his his awesome dog bow. <laughs> That's a great shirt, by the way. It's just, it's just Greg is big now and it's him holding bow above nice. his head. It's great. It's he has some of the greatest merch. But still. How about that men of low moral fiber mention? That was great. It I was loved so it. I, I texted you immediately and I was like, 
dude. Yeah. Hell yes. And then JR was like, no, I just use Metal Musil. And I was like, that's right, because you're fucking old. <laughs> but still, the Men of Low Moral Fiber mention was so good. And there yeah. was like no context to go with it. It was like, I'm going to make this reference as Excalibur, knowing that a select few people will understand it. And it's very good. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, it was it, it was good stuff. I, I it's thoroughly such a good it. name. Such a good name. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, I, this this was a fucking banger of an opener for sure. Um, I I mean, the storytelling between uh, oh the Bucks and Page and Omega was great. Where it it basically, uh, Hangman stole the pin and the Bucks were mad. Um, Half the match, I forgot Page was even there, which I think was the point. <laughs> and then the look on his face read my exact same thoughts. Yeah, Tommy was like, "Why the fuck am I even here?" But this match, I agreed, it was. I really, really fucking enjoyed it. And that's even saying that I would have enjoyed it even with the fact that, like, if Dustin was not in it. And that says a lot. Wow. That says a lot. Like, speaking of Dustin, I think it was Ski of Ohm, which is like what I'm going to call him from now on because that's what Jericho calls him. But someone said that Chuck Taylor is the most underrated guy in this match. And truthfully, this was one of Dustin's finer matches on TV. Like, he got a lot more moves in than usual. Usually, he just takes moves and does his classic comedy ones, like his comedy spots. Yeah. Yes, he ate the pin, but please just let me have this. It was a good <laughs> Dustin match. It he was. got way more stuff in there. Um, he he showed his his athletic prowess despite his hot dad bod. Absolutely. Uh, all the Orange Cassidy stuff was fun. And, I mean, my only complaint is they got to work on these camera shot ang- the, the angles. They got to work on them. I, I personally wanted Orange Cassidy to just walk under them like a tunnel. Oh my that god! Been fucking hilarious. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, but yeah, the, the camera angles in these, the just ugh. Again, it was very reminiscent of all all out, and I was like, "Good lord, I don't need." I'm having flashbacks, and I don't like it. Yeah. But great opener. Um, Cody's gonna say some stuff about mjf and my only question here is uh marianne is cody's suit a toot or a boot now sweet rhyme thank you now um he was wearing a a white suit with the sleeves rolled up very um white shoes no socks and a powdered blue would you say sky blue or powdered blue it doesn't matter okay um it to me it reminded me of that show burn notice <laughs> um harris loves burn notice <laughs> he sure is very fond of those white suits um it's almost like he carries miami wherever he goes <laughs> and i mean like he wears them so often that i'm completely desensitized to the fact that he wears them and therefore it is impossible for me to make an opinion at this point wow so neither a toot or a boot yeah it's a newt a newt i don't have i don't have a sound effect for that <laughs> just me like that's just what it is. I he don't. Didn't. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> so good. Cody once again cutting a great promo, uh, and I mean that's pretty much. He's he basically says, "Fine, I'll do all of these these crazy things that you want me to do." MJF, which is the ten lashes, uh, the cage match, and then what is the third thing? I can't remember. Oh, you can't touch MJF, which is so ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, but Cody. Um, his promos remind me exactly why I don't watch the WWE anymore. And that's because I don't get excited for that product. Like I should be getting excited. 
Right. And promo is obviously fucking short for promote. Um, and the WWE needs, I think they're lazy with their promo skills because they're relying so heavily on their brand. They're like, people are going to be excited no matter what, because we're the WWE. And I find myself going, I'm not excited. In fact, if I miss this, I don't care because I'm not, I'm not emotionally invested in it because I, it doesn't stick in my mind exactly what's going on. And Cody for as ridiculous as uh, ridiculous and almost kind of um, substance list. That's not a word that this, this uh feud is he makes you more excited just to see the outcome of it which is the point yeah it's it's almost like you it's like you guys teach promo classes in nxt and then you throw all that shit out the window yeah by making everything into the fucking muppet show nothing wrong so, with Muppets. oh there's nothing wrong with the muppets but yeah <laughs> Uh, Cody says heel during one of the, uh, during part of this, uh, this promo. And I went, Oh my God, he said heel. He does that often. He just, he just straight up was like, I don't give a shit. I'm just, he, he was like, I know the language of fans and I know that they will understand like what I meant by whatever it is that I'm saying. Yeah. Like he, 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 he consistently breaks the fourth wall in what he's saying and where he's looking so it's like he he yeah it's like a weird so is it a soliloquy almost no um, i'm getting way too far into it but um i just really want him to no sell the shit out of the lashing like oh. i think that would be the biggest insult to mjf like the worst thing you could do to him is no selling something that he's like clearly excited about yeah i mean it could happen it could happen and i feel obviously cody's taken worse and it's like you're being whipped by your dad. Whatever. Whatever. It's stupid. It's a, it would be better if it was a lashing with a fucking Hot Wheels track, like the sharp side. Ooh, geez. Yeah, that's what I used to get. But um, also, oh I think that Wardlow, they're using him as a threat in this, right? Yes. Okay, so I think that he might have the worst name ever. And that's his actual name. It's true. Um, I can't picture... Like, I can't not picture every time I hear his name, I picture like Wario and Waluigi. Uh huh. And I'm just like, he's an, um, another offshoot of a character from Mario Party. Like, <laughs> everything. And this going back to, I figured it out as I was saying this, the question from last week about Franken, like Frankensteining two wrestlers. I think yes. you could combine Wardlow with literally anybody because his name is so spliceable and also because. And like everyone has more charisma than he does. So it would work. So they would have like the overall look like spliced with any name is better. Mm -hmm. Just there's just something about like saying his name that makes me go every time I say it or even every time I hear it. Kind of like when I didn't like hearing um, Michael Cole say WWE because he sounds like he's in pain, (laughs) like that kind of thing. But yeah, Wardlow with literally anyone would be my answer. My God. Yeah, and Mike's God. Mike's answer from last week was Alistair Gage, and I laughed really hard. <laughs> That's a complete competitor right there. That's somebody who's been in prison for serial murders via kick. Yeah, basically. Uh, we had Combine Joey- those gimmicks, and it would be an episode of Last Podcast on the Left. Absolutely. Uh, up next, we had Joey Janela saying some stuff. He's going to fight that boy Ray Phoenix next week or this week depending on when I put this up. Anyway, uh, that should be a fun match. And he was talking shit about Kip and Penelope and yeah. 
Yeah, that I feel like um, those shoots on Kip and Penelope were so savage that I'm inclined to completely believe them. Fair. Like, I feel like they were they hit a little closer to home than what they were like than what people saw. Yeah, I guess because it's such a strange thing. And I'm just like, I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't really care what's going on. But fuck Penelope. Like, I don't know. I just feel like saying that because just Joey's just so much and he's so beloved that she's never going to like she's making a mistake. Yeah. Kind of thing, which is essentially what he was saying. But whatever. Uh, Up next, we had a match that, man, I could just not get into. Uh, I was I was a little excited uh, when it was originally Awesome Kong and Mel. But uh, I guess Awesome Kong got sick or something, and Brandy took over last minute. So it was Brandy Rose and Brandy Rhodes. Oh my goodness, Brandy Rhodes and Mel taking on Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida. Uh, this match did absolutely nothing for me, and I'm very upset because I like one of these tandems. Yeah, I think um, the. <sighs> First of all, she is doing a, a Tamina gimmick, right? Mel? Like she's like, yeah, she is I mean, everything Tamina was supposed to be. But it's still a better wrestler. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I, also, JR severely overestimated her height by like three or four inches. Yeah. <laughs> she's only like six feet tall, which is still fucking tall. Oh, yeah. But still, um, I think you couldn't get into that match because I could blame Brandy. Yeah, I mean, because she fucked up so bad last week that you see her and you're just like, I am immediately annoyed with this person and I have low expectations for everything. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if I want to see an evil Brandy, (laughs) you know, I don't know if she's genuinely capable of it. I just I don't know if this is like something I want to see. I feel like Brandy is like she needs to stick with her corporate cane gimmick. (laughs) Corporate cane. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe but, this, maybe she could turn it around in the Nightmare Collective. I'll be like, this is cool. But I, right now, not really feeling it. Yeah. I do love that leg sweep moonsault that Chris Stantlander does. Hell yeah, man. Half the shit she does is great. And the more I see her, the more I fucking love her. And I do think that she has made my list. Like, at least the 2020 version. My God. I'm hitting the button. You just made the list. She's amazing and she's yeah. so pretty and it's just I ugh, I love it. But yeah, she's what fantastic. I don't love is that chair spot that Sheeta does. Mm-hmm. It does not look as badass as she probably thinks it looks. I actually love it. It looks lame. <laughs> really? It's so yeah, lame. I love it's it. It's so lame because she jumps and then she goes a lot farther for the it even to make like a significant impact and even look cool. It just looks weak. And she does a better looking one without it. I mean, that's fair. I can see, you know, she does a better looking. And isn't, isn't she, isn't she dating Kenny Omega? She was. I don't know if they okay, are. Okay, I was going to they... say, just use the V trigger. Just, <laughs> just use it. Like, whatever. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't know. Uh, up next, we had the Dark Order. We had a little vignette for them. They want all the peoples. And um, I really just want, I'd love for the Exalted One to become Gresham. Uh, because, you know, their little logo looks like an octopus. He's been doing some weird, creepy shit lately in his, his promo octopus videos. His octopus tentacles, they remind me of, you know those tubes that you would spin around in the air and they would go, woo, and they would make that noise? Yes. That's what it reminds me of. Amazing. <laughs> like the consistency, that's all I could think of. Now, the, <laughs> the other thing with this is it came out 
recently that the exalted one was supposed to be Marty Scroll. Um, yes, I remember I sent that to you and I went, didn't you say you would like that to be a thing? Yeah, I mean, the thing I wanted was for him to be in charge of not only the Dark Order, but also the Nightmare Collective. Um, I think that would have been fun. But yeah, that apparently is not happening. Um, so, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what's happening with the Dark Order right now, but they're still doing, there is still someone that is the exalted one that is uh giving orders so we'll see hmm i i don't care about them i know (laughs) it's like there's such a weak sauce cult like i took a class in college on cults great class and i'm just like dude it was fucking great um they need to study up on their on their cult mentality because there's so many mistakes they're making if they want to be like a serious cult like the wyatt family had a better approach hmm but they also weren't big enough yeah. to be considered an actual cult. Yeah. But they they need to study up on it. I just have a very they're trying to make it like a corporate cult and I'm like what is happening? I don't understand. I will let you know. I will let the world know even if it's three o'clock in the morning when I finally understand the dark order. Great. Perfect. <laughs> when I become a believer or whatever it is that you want to call me, whatever. Uh, up next, we had Sammy Guevara taking on John Moxley, the winner of this match. Next week goes on to face the winner of the main event that we will talk about. Um, and then they will become the number one contender, even though I'm pretty sure Moxley was already the, I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah, uh, Moxley comes out in the car, uh, but, but before first, that... I will say I was pissed. Did you notice this? I did notice it. I was very upset. I was so mad. My mom and I were like, no! Um, this was not the segment that you should be interrupting the split screen with full commercials. <laughs> you know what? Before it even ended, they let him get through a, a lot of it, and I, what was the one car that was like, I'm too young for that? And I went, I had heartburn for like four months and i had to sleep sitting up and you're complaining about having to take antacid tablets fuck you but it it they cut it out and went to full commercial before he could finish whatever he was doing and i was so mad i think that is either the cameraman's fault or the producer's fault because i remember they have gone the full commercial before or like they're you, they're that's like that's the one thing you can't fuck up because it's so brilliant. So what they I know the cameraman's like I've because I saw him go like hurt like Sammy one time looked at him and you could tell the cameraman was like hurry up hurry up and he's like oh okay you can't hurry up genius. So because they had to go back to either a full commercial or come back from break so they had yeah, to don't cut away. rush art man. So I mean a little disappointing with that but uh, Moxley's got that car. Um, I want to document adventures in those cars. Oh my god! Did you know how he used to steal the belt? He stole the belt that one time, and yes. he like took it across country. Like, I want documented adventures of him in the car, like for sure. It would be so funny to I'm me. I'm down with it because he's so hilarious. Like, yeah. it would just, it would just him doing horrifically dangerous things insurance wise yeah. with the car. I guess. Oh my god, it would be so funny. Uh, um, I love the strut Guevara did uh, followed up by taking a huge lariat. I thought that was really funny. And uh, my other note is, Hey man, there's a reason why Sammy Guevara is on TV every week. Just watch his matches. They're all great. Yeah. He's a secret strong boy and I'm weirdly scared by it. Yeah, man. He like picked up Moxley like on his shoulders and I went, what is happening? Yeah. 
This was a really this is fun match. Ri- this is fucking weird. It was, yeah, it was, it was insane. The other thing, and I, I don't know if I, I assume you noticed it because of your note, but not, all of Knox's counts this week seemed like really quick. And I had said that last week. There was one match that was like really fast, and I was like, that seems weirdly biased, but. I think that this is what happens when he doesn't go over the top rope for everything. I agree. I agree. Um, I can't believe he's losing his power slowly. The Spanish fly was insane. I can't. Okay. I thought Sammy was going to win. I, okay. Do you remember? Right. Just, I, I did as well, but do you remember when Mox was Dean Ambrose and they're like, Barely. wasn't a way in hell that he would be allowed to do half the shit he was doing in that match. Yeah. And half the shit he does in general. Like, I feel like he's found his home, and this is the golden age of John Moxley. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's taken a while, but we're finally there. Yeah. He's where he should be. And I, every week, and I've told you guys every week, like, I am so happy for him. Yeah. I'm just like, this is what he should should have been doing. He didn't get nearly as much credit as he should have for his skills. And now he's just, like, like all out Killing there. it. He's killing it. Yeah, because I don't even think he ever had a match that even rated for you. No, right? no I think he, no. And honestly, I, I wish I had said he was the most improved wrestler of last year because he for sure was. I don't even back. think that it's really like, yeah, like I don't really think that it was improved because he always had it in him. Oh, yeah. It was just, yeah, it's been unleashed, and I'm so happy about um, it. It was, yeah, it was great shit. This match ended on a very interesting finish, which I I'll, I feel like a lot of people didn't notice, and um, I tweeted it out, and uh, John Moxley used the chokehold that Minoru Suzuki uses um, to to win the match, uh, Holy shit! Suzuki, Suzuki usually uses it to put his opponent to sleep to enough literally to literally murder them. Well, to hit the gotch pile driver. So I thought this was he uses it as chloroform. Yes, he does. <laughs> I thought this was very interesting because I'm not sure we've seen Moxley use that choke before. But I mean, you know, he's gonna fight Minoru Suzuki and hopefully live through it. Um, he will. But very interesting. Uh, Jericho they killed him once in the WWE. He can come back to life again. We've oh, seen it. Very true. Um, the lights go out in the arena. They come back on, and the entire inner circle is there, and they quite literally beat the shit out of John Moxley. Uh, I thought this was really good shit, good storytelling as well, because nobody came out to save Moxley because he quite literally doesn't have a friend in the locker room uh and i loved that it's it not made... it's not like people he's not really going out of his way to make people mad he's just not social like i still think there should be people that are like this is morally fucked up i mean yeah but nobody likes the inner circle but it's still like i don't think they're actively making him right like a heel because like it's it's going to be the same thing that happened with uh dean ambrose where it's like he could do the shittiest things ever and people are still going to love him right he can't escape it oh no what 
No, I just said, oh no, he can't escape. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh Sorry. no, I'm like, oh no, what happened? Um, but yeah, this was it was it was good stuff. I really liked it. it made Hager look like a monster when he was choking him out, um, which which makes sense because he had to make up for the coddling of Jericho at the end of last week's show. Yeah. Was that <laughs> which is brilliant? Was that the Ducalion choke? Did Ducalion? No, you know who used to do that that choke? It was Strowman. Braun did it when he first came up with the. Uh, with the Wyatt family. He was doing so that good. choke, which I love. It's good stuff. Um, and then, I mean, we thought we were done, but Jericho wears his his spiky jacket, and he undoes one of the spikes and stabs. Which I saw coming because all of the spikes were, like, wiggly. He was, like, <laughs> he was like one of those, like, under, like, one of those fish that has, like, wiggle spikes. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, this is not, a, this is not an effective jacket but whatever uh and he stabs moxley in the eye with the spike and then jr says tell me that did not just happen <laughs> um and it, it it's an eye for an eye and uh, i love the backstage segment they did uh where you know they're just like whatever you know this isn't our fault this is moxley's fault and he says i beat the shit out of him so now chuck taylor can't say it this week again uh has he said it at all like when has he ever been allowed to say it i would love for they i wish they would just let him do it once yeah like please i was gonna say please tell me i didn't miss a chuck milestone in the weeks that i took off from watching the show no i would be so pissed i feel like i have them all recorded i would go back just to find that moment yeah i think there should be a petition of fucking let him say it yeah for sure uh, but yeah. all around great segment. I really enjoyed it. Um, up next, we had the Butcher, the Blade, and MJF taking on DDP, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes. Um, Q- my only note is QT Marshall loves apples or something. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, I mean, they're great. Apples, apples. are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He is also from the Big Apple, so I guess. I know, right. that's probably why. Um, this was fine. I thought DDP looked all right. Um, th- yeah, this was this was fine. <laughs> I don't really have a lot. This is, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, MJF steals the I, victory at the end, but yeah. I just want Allie to wrestle. Yeah, I mean, somebody else like, was asking me. To ask? Somebody else was asking me about that. They're like, "Is she a good wrestler?" I'm like, "Yeah, she is." And She's they're like, great. "Why isn't and she they're wrestling? like wasting her?" I'm, I made sure to tell that to my mom before my mom could have any like wrong biases about what would appear to be a useless woman character. I was like, I swear to God, mom, I was like, she's great and they need to let her wrestle. And I was yeah. like, half the, yeah, I was like, they need to let her wrestle. And I was like, right now she just, she gets in there and then she gets scared. And I'm like, you can fucking take him. You know how? Yeah. I, it's like, just, it was very strange. I, I, I would like to see her in the women's division, but I think they're trying to, because I mean, she was somewhat established in AEW as established as you can be in the so like, like four uh, months. You, yeah, people like know who she is, but at the same right. time, like anybody coming into it would be like, "What?" You know. But they're like not using her. But um, same thing with Penelope Ford. Yeah, man. I mean, well, I'm sure they'll they'll get rotated in here soon. Hopefully, I I, I mean, I think the women's division is. I feel like other than Shanna, there's like no blonde women wrestlers in AEW. I'm trying to think, and I can't think of anybody else. Huh? Holy shit! This um, is this is this is a change. My thing was, uh, is 2020 
And Dustin Rhodes is out there doing fucking Canadian destroyers. Yeah, man. Dust, Dustin Rhodes. I want him to be my dad. He would be the coolest dad ever. He's just doing it. He's still doing it. I love it. It's great. It was insane for such a large man at his age. And I always loved him when he was on Up, Up, Down, Down because he was total. He was like totally dad. Oh, I bet. It I was. Bet. It was. He was so funny. Like it was. Yeah, he's great. But yeah, it's 2020 Canadian Destroyer Dustin Rhodes is my favorite Dustin Rhodes. Uh, main event was Darby Allen versus Pack. The winner takes on John Moxley next week to decide who the number one contender for the AEW championship is. Uh, I was very excited for this match. Um, it was a lot of fun. Darby was just on the attack. He's just flying all over the place in the opening minutes. Um, and then he gets thrown into some steps and then he gets power bombed onto some steps. And this match was absolutely nuts. Uh, I would say, uh, go out of your way to watch this. It was fun. Um, that crucifix bomb, which I thought like he overshot it, but it kind of looked cooler somehow was a lot of fun and the cop the coffin drop as always which i don't understand the coffin drop i understand that it's like also cough drop <laughs> um i understand that it's like a signature move of his but he's real small like he's a small boy and that doesn't seem like it would be a very effective move it looks like you're just trying to crowd surf like you jumping on somebody and it not being effective right like them easily being able to catch you. Well, I mean, but that, I don't know that, shit, so. that ended up happening because it was a coffin drop into a German suplex. Which is like, why? Yeah, I know. And they're both the same height. Yeah. So it shouldn't be working on any larger lads either. No, no, no. Um, the That was one of the craziest Liger bombs I've ever seen in my entire life. Was that the one where he la- like fully destroyed his neck? Yes. And oh my god! And then they played it again in slow mo, and it was even more painful. Yeah, that, I went. I'm watching a a murder. Yeah, that was right now. Absolutely nuts. Um, Pac I hits, DVR recorded a murder. <laughs> Pac uh, hits the black arrow to the back of Darby Allen, and is now going next week to meet Pac. Or Pac is meeting Moxley. Uh, Moxley comes back, and he looks like a fucking pirate. Uh, but a, like a badass it, pirate. So is okay. So my my thing is when uh Skiavone was in the ring, he was obviously everybody's wearing fucking Hawaiian shirts except JR, who just looked completely out of his element. It, but it took years off of him. I know, right? He looked so young. Tony. That or I probably just know people that look know people that are not as old as I think they are. He looked like one of those people that it's like, oh, I'm only in my mid thirties, but then you, he, but he looks like he's significantly older. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain that. He, he looks like half the younger guys that you would see at Fanime <laughs> that are actually a lot younger than you think they are. I don't know. It, it's either way. It's a compliment for Skiavone, but yeah, Moxley's back. Obviously he's, they were putting him into the ambulance and I was like, why is Christopher Daniels here? <laughs> why these paramedics know how to do their job. Why, why is he here helping them shut the door? It's, it's like a one person job. Um, and my mom was like, he's not going to stay in that ambulance. And I went, mom, I was like, he's l- done this gimmick like four times. I was like, <laughs> he never stays in an ambulance. He's either driving that ambulance or breaking out of that ambulance yeah. with little to no effort whatsoever. Yeah. And then he comes out there and he's got an eye patch on looking like a fucking pirate. Yeah. He, or he looked like fucking, uh, like, 
Kurt Russell <laughs> in Escape from New York. My God. Or or Rambo, one of those. But Christopher Daniels was there again for some reason. Huh. It was like everybody, like all the referees and stuff were like, and the personnel were all there. And then Christopher Daniels is there in like a blazer. And I was like, what is happening right now? It's because he's like the talent relation guy. It's still ridiculous. He's Daniels. But and also that gimmick or that's not that gimmick. Excuse me. I'm I'm like high or something right now. I don't know. I'm I'm not. Um, the backstage segment did that happen during after this or before before this where where they were like really trying to hammer home that Hangman Page is a drunk. Oh God, I didn't even write that down. Yeah, where he goes to this was that was before this. And I was I was just like. I told my mom, I was like, mom, the only reason I care about this segment is I just want to see Scorpio Sky's sneaker game. But right now he's just got Baskin Robbins sleeves. Um, I want to see the sneaker game. And so that whole thing was going on. And then um, Hangman Page comes in and is like, it was like a Chikara segment. That's what it reminded me of. He just comes in and just being ridiculous. And I was like, his new thing is that he's drunk all the time, but they're not like consistent with it. And I was like, consistent is Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Who is blackout drunk all the time. Um, and if you didn't know that was his original gimmick, that's you, you've learned something today. And then Kenny Omega comes in and is like, whoa, bro, what are you doing? And then was being all like normal Kenny Omega, good sportsmanship and stuff. And then Hangman Page comes in with like a glass of scotch. And I was like, what is fucking happening? Like, I mean, apparently you, the- you're going to have that. You're going to need to go like fully 100% into this. And I don't know if they could fit that into whatever is happening right now with that tag team. I think you they're know? trying to make him more cowboy ish, which I mean, if they do That's it kind right, of cartoony. if they I mean, if they do it right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like right now they're like cowboys. They're drunks. Right. And no, but, but it's like, no, they're not. They're also badasses. He needs to be chewing tobacco and have spurs. I mean, I don't know if he should be chewing tobacco, but No, he shouldn't. But <laughs> I mean, there there there's some stuff they could do to make him more of a of a cowboy. They could figure it out and then maybe I'd be a little more on board, but I'm just kind of like, "Eh, still." I'm like, "He's just a drunk." Is that what we're we're telling people? Like Yeah, I I don't I don't know how they're going to be able to it's still like obviously a developing idea but right now it's like you have him in there as a serious wrestler and he's being like good and doing good shit and then it's like he's supposed to be a drunk like you need to have a a background story as to like he's in the middle of a divorce or something and it's just an emotional toll on him and all he can do is wrestle and then everything else is just a fucking mess and i don't know i should just write for them they could they can figure it out (laughs) hopefully they'll figure it out soon but and I mean, I think they have something with the cowboy stuff, but they just don't. It's not there yet. They need to. They need to meet an actual cowboy. Yes, that that could that would probably be great. Why don't they? Why don't they just run this hick shit past <laughs> past fucking Chuck Taylor? I mean, I don't know. Chuck Taylor is a fucking hick. He had a legitimate mullet in his license photo when he was like 18 years old. Honestly, they should ask the biggest John Wayne fan they have with Jim Ross, and he could probably give us some pointers. <laughs> I'm serious. Like they could, they could, they could do some some good shit with this cowboy gimmick if they, you know, if they do it right. But now it's just like, oh, all cowboys just drink all the time. I feel like we should have a little bit more faith in them, though, 
If this yeah. was a WWE, there's no way it would ever go right. It would just be like <laughs> false hope all over the place. Right. All right. Like usual. So next week or this week, depending on when I post it, we're getting Joey Janela versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, Penny Hamega versus SCU for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And Pac versus Moxley to decide who the number one contender is. Um, and we got some questions. I just think it's uh, what I say is it's WWE, former WWE guy against former WWE guy uh, to challenge another former WWE guy. Yeah, I mean, very true. Very true. <laughs> so we have three questions here, Marianne. Do you just want me to read them all off? Yeah, just read them all off. Um, I might even just do the first one last because it's a little bit more read into it kind of thing uh, or you can do whatever order you want surprise me john I all right shit. so the the first question we have is from mike and he says who who is the number two entrant in the men's royal rumble and i don't know if you saw the gif he he posted marianne had you see it no it's of john cena entering the royal rumble at 30 in madison square garden but when he looks up it's dan Housen's face oh what yeah oh my god what i need to i need to go find this when i'm not mike made it and he's very proud of it as he it's very it's very good that's very good i've even seen it and i can give it full full cred who is the number one entrant so i know who to eliminate it's brock lesnar okay it's brock lesnar i want the number two entrant just to be fucking hilarious to be ricochet oh my god for like two minutes by himself holy shit oh my god oh man i just want to see shitty trevor in a ring with fucking brock lesnar i'm not sure who it'll be maybe it'll be kane velasquez just number two get it out of the way or regular kane a regular kane yes <laughs> um mike also asks and this one is not on our notes so i apologize i didn't see it um currently watching snake style versus sneaky style what would your style be called if you were a wrestler so snake style is obviously Ophidian. Uh, sneaky style, I believe, depending on who it is, I feel like that's Rocky Romero, but it could be somebody else. I what? have the answer for both of us. Okay. Sleepy style. Sleepy style. Yes. Just <laughs> always in a constant state of nap. Which is what they're trying, what they also, other people say is Orange Cassidy's gimmick. But it's also, you could say he's either extremely lazy or always tired or blackout drunk and all of those would be accurate yes very true um so, we also any one of those at any time yeah in fact maybe all of them at once um birdo also asks what is the difference between a clothesline and a lariat oh my god what oh my a god clothesline... it's, like a Frank... it's like a frankensteiner and a hurricane rana no 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 a clothesline is just a regular old i'm gonna hit you with my arm and a lariat is i'm going to hit you with my arm as hard as i possibly can and you have to sell it by flipping all the way around so the commentators say can say that he turns you inside out. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jaren asks, what's your favorite sign that you've ever seen at a wrestling show? And I apparently don't store signs in my memory bank. You should. I know I, I know we've mentioned them a few times in past episodes. Yes. I think there was one at one point that was like, I came here just to listen to Corey Graves talk. Or no, yeah. it was it was like just to see Corey. I came here for Corey Graves, right. and we were like, "Fair, fair." Yeah. Um, I personally really love "Why Is Your Hair So Wet." That one might be my favorite. Yeah, that's a great um, one. The Roman Reigns is annoying. 
Um, the Cena turn heel, you douche. That's <laughs> I love a great that one. one. It's a great one. Um, let me see. My mom makes a great lasagna. Uh, oh yeah. Remember this one? A uh, Dean titty master Ambrose. Yes. That was a fucking good one. Um, there was another one I had that was, oh my God. I'm, oh, I'm looking I, at I show up to more shows than Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's a good one. I That's don't even really like ti- good. I don't even like times new Roman is a funny one that I'm seeing right now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Why is your, why is your hair? So, so what is a great one? Um, it's so good. There's, um, let me see. I like cheese. Yeah. But I still think, uh, oh, Roman is a wank pheasant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but that's funny. But still, like, why is your hair so wet is probably my favorite. It's really good. Good stuff. Or yeah, Cena, Cena turn heel, you douche. That one's Or great. if Cena wins, we complain online. Yes, that one's great, too. Oh, man. There's there's just, like, I, I prefer to see, like, I only notice signs to see if I can find one that's clever. I do know that there was an AEW sign that was Chuck Taylor related, and I can't remember what it is. It mm. could be not clever at all, but the fact that you made a sign yeah. for that big idiot, I approve, sir. Um, Jaron also asks, what is your favorite version of a pile driver mine is the tiger driver 98 also my phone autocorrected pile driver to pipe driver which would be a sick porn name <laughs> i don't is the tiger tiger driver is not a pile driver oh my god jaron you fucking idiot I, i'm just i don't know what you're talking about i feel like there's a pile driver for every day of the year just like there's a suplex for every day of the year i mean i'm gonna uh maybe i'm wrong Maybe I'm I'm watching one. I'm watching a guy get picked up. Oh, it is a pile driver. I was thinking of that's it's it's the it's the J driller. I think that's a great pile driver, Jaron. I what was I thinking? What tiger drive? What am I thinking of? A Tyler driver ninety eight. That's what I'm. Th- <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. My favorite one doesn't even exist. And it's the Adam driver. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, probably the awful waffle. Awful waffles. A great it. one. I feel like, I mean, the tiger driver 98 is probably the best pile driver. I also like, um, uh, I like, I don't know what it is about cactuses. Uh, Mick Foley's <laughs> cactuses is not a word by the way. Yeah. Cact his, his pile driver. I really liked, which I guess in turn means that I like, Sammy Callahan's pile driver because it's a tribute to that. Pile drivers are they're only done in the front, right? Oh, I mean Hangman Page's uh his finisher is is a pile driver. And I actually when that's done correctly, I I fucking love that one. Does Chris Statlander do a pedigree? No, she does a you uh oh my goodness. It look it reminds me of a pedigree. She does the is it the it's not the jig and tonic. It's a reverse jig and tonic. I can't remember what the technical name for that move is. But um, the isn't isn't the dude buster a jig and tonic? Uh, yes. Oh, so yes, that the dude buster, but it's. I also love the dude buster, but, but she does it where instead of behind them, they're in front of her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chris um, Gantler is just like reverse Tramperetta. Yeah, but I mean, Tiger Driver. Oh, they called him Beretta in the match earlier. Oh, they did. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. It's fucking weird. 
I was I, like, nobody calls him that. I think I think that might be my favorite version of the pile driver, Jaren. I think the Tiger Driver ninety eight and all of its various forms. Remember might when be, you thought it wasn't a pile driver? Actually, you know what my fa- <laughs> no. Actually, you know what my favorite pile driver is? Uh, it's the it's the greetings from Asbury Park. That's technically a tombstone pile driver. Um, or the Steiner screwdriver. If you haven't seen the Steiner screwdriver, you need to go look it up because it is quite literally the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. There was also a sign that said Big Papa Boner, by the way. Nice. I get it. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for us this week. So No, I have my list. You don't. Oh, the list. I almost forgot okay. about the list. Oh, my God. You just made the list. I'm not well, hitting that every time. First of all, my question, though, is what exactly is an awful waffle? I know it's a pile driver, but I'm always just too excited to see Chuck Taylor do a finishing move. Oh, like to really pay attention to what it is. Like, what is it? It's a tribute to um to salute your shorts, I believe. I know that. I know what the name is. Oh, is, what? but what, I know what an awful waffle is. Right. But the type of pile driver it is just regular. Um, it's like an because he, he gets them o- up over their shoulders and then drops them. Oh yes, so, it's all coming back to me now. I mean, I don't um, even a, a torture rack pile driver. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. I I just love the man who does them. Uh, do you have a list, John? No, even even a top five. You don't. Hmm, interesting. Um, so <laughs> I didn't I, know we were doing it. <laughs> we talked about it last week. I mean, yeah, but I didn't really know. I thought long and hard about this, even though I didn't think long and hard at all about that Frankenstein question, which I promised that I would. Um, I think, well, I usually, we're usually pretty aware. Is Chris Statlander on your list, John? No. Would you say, really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Not even top 10? I don't know. I have not put any thought into this. Oh, John. Um, So mine, this is, this is, who do you, who do you think my what top three are uh i mean it's i think you told me last you can't well it may have changed all right well it's definitely uh gotch is number one um i feel like maybe rj city's two and then oh that's a bold claim and then uh i don't know who three maybe three is how dare you is chuck taylor i don't know that is that is that is a bold claim that you just made <laughs> to, to put. R, although RJ City is is uh, up there in the top five, um, he's a great looking man. Uh, number one, um, only because I've been like reintroducing myself to how fucking funny he is. Number one is again Chuck Taylor. Uh huh. There being said, I, why am I not doing this list backwards? I'm going to do this list backwards so you guys can be stupidly excited for three and two. Oh my God. So number 10, I can't believe he's bumped down to all the way number 10. This might just be because he's a crap texter. Tim Donst. My God. How number the mighty nine, have fallen. The Yes, I know. I know. And I think it's he needs to get rid of safety Donst gimmick. Um, number nine, TJP. Number eight. Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Chris Brooks. Long boy. Number six. Yeah, long boy. Real long boy. Sweet boy, too. Um, Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Hot cop. All, all, permanently on my list, by the way. Um, wait, what, what, what number was I at? <laughs> Whatever hot cop was. <laughs> oh, God. What, uh, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Five, uh, Orange Cassidy. Okay. Um, also permanently on my list. Four, RJ City. Right. Three, if you went if you went to Bola with me, you should know 
Um, number three, if you even listen to our post, whatever. Three is Lucky Kid. Right. Uh, two is Simon Gotch, obviously, and one is Chuck Taylor. My God. Yeah, Chuck Taylor's. It, I mean, his way back up there. I don't know. RJ, I don't know how he's doing it. RJ City was four. I don't think me saying he was two is such a bold claim. It isn't because if he was I, ten, I changed my mind in the middle of the list. My God. Originally, he was five, and Orange Cassidy was four. Mm, interesting. Mm, yeah. I feel, I feel, yeah, I, and I had listed out a bunch of people, like my list in general, and I had to change, like put them in the right order because mm-hmm. Dash Wilder would be on there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he, Dash Wilder and obviously, uh, one Dean Mutati, um, Mojo, excuse me, Mojo, uh, 24 seven winner. <laughs> oh my God. 24 seven champion. I still, I believe he still is. Oh my God. I could be wrong. He's I'm not got, sure. He's, he's, ugh, he's the best. I need, I need to, I haven't talked to him in a while. I haven't, I haven't congratulated him on this. And then obviously Chris Dallander. Uh huh. But, but yeah, I feel like Chris Brooks should be higher on this list. He might be before Mustafa Ali. I had enough time to think about this and I am just wasting it. But yeah, Chuck Taylor is number one. My God. Simon's going to be real mad, but Chuck Taylor is number one. Yeah. Mojo has been the champion for, I believe, two days now. My God. Two days. It's his third reign. Oh, my God. He's finally doing something, achieving stuff. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, he just won it yesterday. Huh. He lost it to R-Truth, and then he... Oh, my God. What an embarrassing loss. WWE does not recognize these reigns. So Mojo's still the champion. They just don't recognize the the ones that are, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Out of ring? Yeah, that, well, the house show, these house show ones, they're not recognizing. Oh, okay. I remember, do you remember Chuck Taylor's one that he did, the 24-7, like, hardcore title? Well, it was the 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 um, Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. It was so good. Which was the best. Those he videos. Still has are... that in, he still has that Instagram account up. Yeah. I, I don't think he should ever delete it. He did mention it the other day. He was like, remember when I did that? That was good shit. And it's it's really good content. Yeah. <laughs> good shit. Um, I don't. I don't know if I would, if I have a list. I mean, I don't know if I really have one. I was going to say you can add Lauren to your list if I can add Adam Driver to my list. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren can be number one on your list if Adam Driver can be number t- one on mine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We're allowed one real person sure. on our list. That would make, uh, if I'm just thinking off the top of my head, uh, uh, Ale- Scott. Oh, oh, well, um, It'd probably go Alexa two, Veda three. Is um, it Emma on there too? Uh, uh, I'd say Priscilla Kelly four. Interesting. Um, Emma, sure. Emma five. Renee. Renee, I don't know. Sure, Renee I'm six. Just, I'm just making your own list for you. I'm just remembering the ones that you liked. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else um, that. I feel like there's a really obvious one and like Dan or Dominic is like screaming the answer or something. I, I don't fucking know, but uh, we're going to do plugs. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do plugs after my half-assed <laughs> attempt at. You just made the list. We we accept it for what it is, John. You yeah. don't you 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 give actual rated math <laughs> content. I give the most shallow type of list you could possibly. It's it's almost disrespectful (laughs) type of list that I make, but whatever. My God. Uh, So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salts, and you can follow Jam Jam Pingalo at JP Thrice. You can follow me on Instagram at sailor.moonsalt and you can follow Jam Jam Pingalo <laughs> at JP Thrice. More great, um, more great uh, content going on on his stories again. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, I haven't done any more. I haven't done them. My God. I feel like I should. There's so many. I, I feel like they, I should and uh, they will be all wrong and I will be, it'll just be videos of me mad at my results because that's the type of person I am. Um, just also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Last week's episode was good and I would like to be, I would like that to be reaffirmed and prove that I'm right. That last week's episode was great. There you go. So, uh, head, on, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, a mug, a sweatshirt, uh, some other stuff. I don't know. Did you figure out who bought something? Actually, no. I forgot to uh, I forgot to look on Spreadshirt. Do you want... What are you even doing all day? Uh, I'm, <laughs> you know, trying to make this business run. <laughs> You're having quality Henson time. That too. Which is a fair excuse. Here, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking. This is live. You're going to out this person on a podcast? No, not on a podcast. Order date. Those are Okay, those are shirts that I ordered. Where is... <laughs> if that's the person that ordered shirts, it's you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not me. Um, that would be so funny. Go to partners area. This is just great. Everybody skip. I don't give a shit about this. Okay. Um, designs. Wow, I have not looked at this in a while. Well, there's some stuff I can, I can delete from here. Come on. Just tell me. One sale. It's there. I can see it. Tell me what it is. He doesn't want to admit that it's him buying them. It's not me. Why would I, I have nothing? Here we go. Order ID. This the suspense this right is now. Very suspense, suspenseful. Uh, I don't even care anymore. Like, oh, I appreciate. Oh, that's insulting to that person. I appreciate whoever bought this, but now I'm just like, I'm looking at. This is just like. It doesn't... I just can't click something. Sales. Here we go. <laughs> is this from... Aha! It aha, was, it was a Podcastica shirt. Which is my Doctor Who podcast, if you were... Fair. So there we go. Look at that. Uh, order see? a fucking shirt from our goddamn podcast, Dan. Uh, Don't tell Dan, Dan to order stuff. Dan is us. our precious... Dan is our precious child. We shouldn't fight in front of him. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants with his money. And speaking of doing... And and therefore, um, sweet by design. And speaking of doing whatever you want with your money, you can uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on NOTLG.com by becoming a Patreon. Stop fucking doing that. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Donate monetarily if you see fit. We appreciate everything and anything that you give to us. Housing. Thank you. <laughs> so there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. Housing. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.